Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. It is so good to be with everybody. It has been a wild year, has it not? Easter and Christmas Eve are two of my favorite gatherings of the entire year. Is it yours? Yeah. Yeah. So after not being able to gather for Easter, I am so thankful that uh, we have been able to, even with masks and distancing, able to put together a way that we have uh, been able to gather in person and online uh, together in this room. So just know that it brings me joy to be here tonight celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ with you all. Uh, It's good to be here. Well, friends, my name is Colin Schlotfeld. I'm the associate minister here at Mount Pulaski Christian Church, and I'm also the worship minister here. If you don't know me, uh, you know, Casey McCormick was supposed to be preaching today, and yesterday afternoon, um, uh, just a couple hours before now, uh, I was here. I was prepping some stuff on the stage. I was with Thomas. We were working on uh, just a couple things back there, some tech issues, little of this, little of that. And Casey gives me a call, and he goes, Colin. And I say, yeah, what's up? And he says, I have some bad news. And I say, oh, no. And he says, I was exposed to COVID. And I say, oh, no. And he says, I need you to preach. And I say, oh, no. (laughs) And so I I have a confession. I have never in my life been so ill-prepared to preach a message in my entire life. So I need two things of you. One, I need your grace tonight uh, as I preach this message to you. And two, I need you to say a prayer of thanksgiving that the Spirit is able to reveal Christ to us in his word, uh, even regardless of how little this has been prepared. Uh, Because that is a miracle, friends, that we are able to encounter Christ through his Spirit to the glory of the Father. Amen? Amen. We are going to encounter Jesus Christ, who we celebrate uh, tonight, the Christ that was born into this world as a human. And that is good news. That's good news. So this Christmas, we have been seller, we have been in a series called Why Christmas? Why did Jesus come to earth? And we've been spending the last four weeks kind of pondering this question. Why did Jesus come to earth? What's that all about? And friends, let me tell you, it's a massive question. It's not a question that you can say, well, why did Jesus come to earth? And I can say, well, this is the reason, because there's a lot to unpack. If I just use the words of Jesus himself, we could be here for a long time. In fact, if I were to say, Jesus, why did you come to earth? If we were talking to him and he was responding out of John uh, chapter 638, he might say, for I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Okay, so to do the will of the Father. But later on, in John chapter 12, 46, he says, I have come into the world as the light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. In Luke 4, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. None of these things are at odds with one another, but here's the deal. Jesus came to earth to do a multitude of things, and Jesus' mission and and his uh, work is huge. It's mammoth. It's great. Groundbreaking! It is the the. It's just insanely big. I could be here all day long, and you all would leave because I'd be rambling on for so long about why Jesus came to Earth. But it's so exciting. But we've spent four weeks looking at some of the different angles on how to answer this question. In the first week, 
Why Christmas? Why did Jesus come to earth? We answered it this way, to show us God. Jesus came to earth to show us God. The second week, week two, we said, why did Jesus come to earth? And we answered it this way, Jesus came to earth to be our example. In week three, we said, Jesus came to earth to show us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And in week four, just four days ago, doesn't that seem like such a long time ago? COVID time is so strange. Week four, we answered the question this way. Jesus came to earth to reconcile the world to himself. And tonight, December 24th, 2020, it all culminates at this. It all culminates in the birth of Jesus Christ, the anointed one, the one whom we long for. Jesus is born. Why Christmas? Why did Jesus come to earth? Why was Jesus born? And tonight, we're going to find our answer to this question in Luke 2, 8 through 11. The passage of scripture that uh, the kids recited earlier, wasn't that incredible? They They didn't even read. They recited so much scripture. Can we give them another round of applause? That was absolutely incredible. That was so good. Friends, put the word of God in your hearts and your minds. That is something that is invaluable. But Luke 2, uh, verses 8 through 11 says this. This is uh, the gospel of the Lord. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Don't miss this. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Why Christmas? Why did Jesus come to earth? He came to earth to bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. I'm going to say that again. Jesus came to earth to bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. And what is this good news? It's the story of Jesus. And I'm talking the big picture story. It starts at creation. We were created in the image of God, and that image fell, or that man fell, but we were redeemed. A plan was set in action. Jesus came to earth. He was born of the Virgin Mary. He was born into this earth. He was born as human. He was human. Just recently, I saw this image, this depiction of Jesus. His diaper was being changed. And that's kind of a sobering image, is it not? So often we talk about Jesus being human, and we're like, yeah, Jesus was human. But like to see an image of Jesus Christ having his diaper changed, friends, Jesus was a human. He was like you and I, fully man, fully God. This is good news. This is good news. He was made human. He grew up. He ministered. He fed the hungry. He brought sight to the blind. He set the oppressed free. He showed the Pharisees what the law said and meant. He showed us who God is. He broke the norms of what was expected. He showed us what it looks like to live in the love of the Father. And then he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered 
and was buried. And just when it looked like all hope was lost, on the third day, he rose again, miraculously, victoriously, according to the scriptures. He was witnessed by many, and then he ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will never end. Friends, this is good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. And friends, we're included in this good news. We're included in the good news that Jesus brings to us at his birth at Christmas. The Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians says it this way. This is chapter 1, verse 11. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the, the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Paul puts it this way. We inherit the kingdom of God because Jesus was born at Christmas. He brings good news that will cause great joy for all the people. We receive the inheritance of Christ. And this is good news and can be summed up this way. In the weeks leading up to Christmas, historically, Christians have focused on these virtues, these words that describe the kingdom of God. There's four of them. If you've been paying attention to our Facebook page, we've kind of been mentioning them. These are words of Advent. These are words that uh, describe, just kind of boil down the kingdom of God, and they're these. One, when we fall into the inheritance of the kingdom of God, into the good news that causes great joy for all, all people, we experience hope. Christ brings us hope. First Peter 1.3 says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. A living hope. Not a dead hope, but a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We experience his love. Love. Have you felt like you weren't loved lately? Friends, I have good news. You are loved. You are loved. By the creator of all things, you are loved. And as the people of God, as the people who bear the image of Christ, we are to love each other and to love the world. You are loved. And the pinnacle verse of this, John 3.16, if you know it, say it out loud with me right now. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, and whoever believes in him shall not die, but have eternal life. What beautiful, good news. You are loved. Why Christmas? Why did Jesus come to earth? To bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. To bring us hope. To bring us love. To bring us joy. In the book of John, verse 15, 11, Jesus tells us, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy might be in you, and that your joy might be full. And this isn't a joy that's superficial happiness. This is joy that supersedes the emptiness that the world has to offer. This is joy that overcomes the hardships that this life has to tear us down. Friends, 
<laughs> Life is rough, but the joy of Christ is real. And he promises that to us in his gospel. And at the birth of Christ, the angel promises us that the good news of Jesus Christ is here. And it will bring joy to all people, to us and to all people. This year has been rough. That's the thing that everybody keeps saying, but it's true, isn't it? I know it. On Tuesday, I'm attending my great-grandpa's funeral who just died of COVID. This year has been rough. But the joy of the Lord is real. It's real. And it doesn't negate happiness, but it's there. It's real. It overcomes. And it's given to us in an inheritance. It's good news. It's good news. And finally, peace. Jesus goes on to say in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In America, we think no peace. It just means no conflict, no war. But biblical peace, that's shalom. Friends, when Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, this is huge. Because biblical peace is so much bigger than the absence of conflict. Biblical peace is wholeness. Biblical peace is everything made right. Biblical peace is everything being put back in order. Jesus is telling us that everything will be made right. Everything, every last bit, everything that's wrong with this world, he is putting it back together. He's reconciling it back to himself, and he uses us to do it. He calls us into it. He is bringing us good news that will cause great joy for all people. He's called us into an inheritance that brings us hope and love and joy and peace. This is good news. Christmas rocks. It rocks. Jesus came and he did these things. And that's good for you and that's good for me. But here's the problem with the American church. I'm guilty of it and I'm willing to bet you're guilty of it. We love to keep this to ourselves. We love to keep this to ourselves. It is good news for us. It carries us through our hard times. That's good. It's good. I'm not saying that it's not good. That is good. It carries us through our ups and our downs. It carries us through our hard times. It carries us through our struggles. It carries us through the times that are most trying in our lives. But friends, do you remember what the angel said? This is good news that will cause great joy for who? For all the peoples. All of them. Here's the good news. When we inherit the kingdom of God of hope and love and joy and peace, all of a sudden that starts spreading to all around us. You know why? Because when we start bringing our neighbors and our friends and our family and those who we don't agree with and those who are next to us who don't have as much as us and those who are oppressed and those who are poor and those who um, we just can't stand, when we start bringing those people into the hope of Christ and the love of Christ and the joy of Christ and the peace of Christ because we are the image bearers of Christ and we're called to bring those people into the goodness of Christ, the kingdom of God starts spreading. And all of a sudden, the people who are without hope suddenly have hope. The people who feel that they have no love realize that they truly are loved. The people who don't experience joy know joy. The people who just don't know peace suddenly know peace. And we get to bring that to the people 
all around us. And friends, here's what I know to be true. We have an obligation to bring the kingdom of God to Mount Pulaski, Illinois. The kingdom of God can reign here in Mount Pulaski, Illinois. And I'm excited to bring the good news that will cause great joy to our hometown. I'm excited. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. Good, good. That was enthusiastic. But church, I say all this because Jesus has changed my life. We celebrate this at Christmas. We celebrate the birth of Christ, the one who changes everything. It starts here. It starts tonight. And I pray that he's changed your life. And if you don't yet know Jesus, I pray that you do. I am willing to bet that there's a lot of people in this room who would be willing to walk with you in helping you to know Jesus, helping you to know his love and his joy and his peace and his hope. If you walk out of this room wanting to know Jesus, get in contact with one of us. Find my phone number. Ask anybody. Find Casey's phone number. Find, talk to anybody. But church, I charge you with going out into the world and bringing those things, bringing the kingdom of God to our neighbors. And right now, we're going to have an opportunity to put this into action. We take offering every week, and that helps our church function. It helps us bring the kingdom of God to Mount Pulaski. But right now, we're going to do this in a really tangible way. We're going to take up an offering tonight, but not one cent of that money is going to go to our church. We're going to take up an offering. Uh, the group that it's going to go to is going to be up on the screen. It's the Mount Pulaski Ministerial Association. Here's what this does. This group uh, helps us to take care of our community. The funds in this uh, account get split between the churches and our community, and we help people pay for bills when they can't afford them. It helps put food on people's tables. It helps uh, pay for electricity when people can't turn their lights on or pay for heat when they need it. Pay for school supplies if they can't pay for school supplies. Helps take care of people and bring the kingdom of God here to our hometown. We we get to bring the kingdom of God here and now. It's really important that checks, if they're made out uh, tonight, that they have this on the line. Um, but church, this is just one way that we can serve our community. Why did Jesus come to earth? Why Christmas? To bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. I'm excited to share in that great joy with all of you. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for becoming human. Thank you for being with us, for loving us, for not leaving us or abandoning us, but desiring to stay with us. We love you, Lord. You are our hope and our king. We pray that we serve you. Holy Spirit, guide us, and would we listen? Father, would we glorify you? And tonight, we rejoice in your birth. It's in the name of Jesus we pray these things. Amen and amen.